Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Soul of Business. Experience a mission surrounds driving financial inclusion with data and responsible innovation. Experience Value of Care report released earlier today assessed migrant domestic workers' financial health and ways to empower them through improved financial literacy and entrepreneurial skills. With this regard, Experian continues to invest in social innovations that have empowered 7.5 million people in Asia-Pacific through access to fair and affordable essential financial services. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Siska Margareta, Chief Marketing Officer of Experian Asia-Pacific, to tell us more about innovation as a driver for corporate responsibility, the importance of financial literacy and entrepreneurial skills and their commitment to working with migrant workers. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Clarissa. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Siska. Now tell us everything we need to know about Experian. Okay. Experian is a um, the leading, actually, global information services company. Mm-hmm. Essentially, as you said, we work with data and analytics, mm-hmm. and our focus is innovating in that field of data and analytics and technology. Essentially, what it means is that we empower consumers and businesses to manage their data with greater confidence, mm-hmm. um, and which means for individuals, they can have better financial access, they can um, take control of their financial lives, and for businesses to be able to make smarter decisions that help them grow, lenders to lend more responsibly, and we also help organizations detect and uh, pr- protect from fraud and identity thefts. Okay, so is it a corporate uh, social responsibility for you to be working with migrant domestic workers? It is part of our greater focus, which is on financial inclusion. Mm-hmm. Because of what we do, as I said, our core uh, business and capabilities are around data and analytics. We're actually in a unique position where we can help breach the financial inclusion gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, you know, financial lack of financial inclusion is across many groups, not just the traditional, we think about the disadvantaged people in rural areas or farmers or or um, in this case, it's migrant domestic workers as well, because um, they they have come from those places and come to work in other foreign countries for a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, but we forget just how much they contribute to our com- uh, communities. And what we wanted to do with that value of care report that you mentioned, we commissioned primary research to ascertain the contribution, economic contribution of these uh, domestic workers to our economies. Mm -hmm. So for the first time, uh, we put a number behind so-called the uh, invisible work that these women perform for uh, us. Um, At the end of the day, they actually contribute so greatly to our economies. Um, So if I can talk more about the report, um, as I said, it is the first time that we put a number behind this, mm-hmm. and that number is staggering. Uh, we conducted the research across three markets in mm-hmm. uh, Asia, Singapore, Malaysia, and Hong Kong, the right. three markets that have the largest populations of these foreign domestic workers, uh, about 760,000 of them, actually. And they contributed $21.7 billion U.S. billion to these three economies alone. 
and that doesn't even include. How do you quantify that though? So various methods. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great question actually because it's quite a uh, different combinations of factors that we use. Number one, we interviewed um, at least a hundred foreign domestic workers in each uh, of these three countries. Mm-hmm. We also uh, understand their loans, their repayments, their spending in each co- uh, economy because even though they're working in the economy, they're spending too. Um, and their rem- remittances back to the home countries. And then we use proxy data as well, such as you know census data and uh, money lending data. So uh, the combination of all that plus proxy data, such as um, the value of working mothers. So I'm one of them. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be working if I didn't have help. Of and course, so, yeah. Um, and there is a study, for example, by Singapore government that says that. 30% of working mothers wouldn't be working if they didn't have uh, foreign domestic workers. Mm-hmm. And the value uh, based on you know adjusted salaries of these uh, working mothers, it's probably about $2.6 billion to Singapore economy. Right. So we use all of that proxies and uh, and we work with a research and analyst firm, obviously, to make mm-hmm. sure that we get to uh, the right number. It's okay. an estimation, of course, but yeah. It sounds like a fair number. Correct. Given, <laughs> given the number of people it affects. Yes. And, okay. um, and as I said, that's, that's for Asia Pacific. In right. Singapore, um, that number is US uh, dollars, 8.2 billion, mm-hmm. um, or about Singapore dollars, um, 11 billion. Right. It's significant considering you know, the size of our economy. Okay, and you are talking about a segment of our population who do contribute. They do go out there. You're right. They do spend money here as well as send it back home. Mm. But if we didn't have them, there are a lot of us who would never be able to go out and work. Mm. So that is already quite a significant contribution. But beyond that, they are also very underserviced, Mm. which is probably a lot more taken for granted. Yes. Uh, So that is even more staggering finding that we found through the report. Mm -hmm. They contribute so greatly, and yet their level of financial inclusion is extremely low. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, in Singapore, uh, less than half of them have a bank account. Right. Um, And... Uh, even more sadly, there is about 34% who are in debt and debt the size up to four and a half times of their salaries, Mm -hmm. which at their current rate of repayment and their salaries would take them over two years uh, to repay. Mm -hmm. So already you can see they've come here for a better future, but they can never get out of this cycle at this current um, context uh, because, you know, that's assuming they don't even incur more debt uh, during the two years they take to repay their regional debt, debt, Right. right? So that prospect for a better future for them is not looking great if we don't help them with financial literacy and putting them through financial education so that they can save, they can plan for that future that they want. Right. We're speaking to Siska Margareta, Chief Marketing Officer of Experian Asia Pacific, telling us more about innovation as a driver for corporate responsibility and the importance of financial literacy and entrepreneurial skills. Let's talk about some of these entrepreneurial skills. Are you also equipping them with that? Absolutely. So um, as an outcome of that report, and but it's not as an outcome of that report for us here in Singapore because we've been partnering with AIDA, mm-hmm. an organization, as you would be familiar, championing these foreign domestic workers right. and, and Rich in Hong Kong, who we partnered with for that report, um, similar organization uh, as AIDA in Hong Kong. We are helping through mentorship, through providing um, donation to sponsor foreign domestic workers and helping craft modules of financial education Mm -hmm. classes that these women can take uh, throughout a course of, you know, six to nine months or even on a consumption basis. Mm -hmm. Um, And our people actually, some of them volunteer to deliver these modules. Okay. Um, And during these modules, they are equipped with 
the, you know, module one, basic in terms of how to save money, how to count, you know, expenses uh, and income. Inflows, outflows, balance Correct. sheets, it's, that sort of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Okay. And then in the second half of that module, it's about personal financial plans, mm-hmm. which means they need to now uh, talk about their plans on savings, how much spending, how much are they allowed on toiletries, how much are they allowed on, you know, phone in order to save an X number uh, of money mm-hmm. that will get them to that future and repay their debt. Right. And the third module, it's even more advanced in terms of business plans. Mm-hmm. So now that you are, you have a personal financial plan that lets you save instead of spend all your money, um, what what is that future that you want? And a lot of them want to go back to their home country and start to a build business. business. Correct, right. yes. Actually, that's interesting because I have spoken to several domestic workers. I've had a few over, mm. over my career. And that is always they, their plan. They want to save as much as they can here mm. in Singapore, bring it back, build a home, and start a business. Mm. But without the right skills, mm. then that falls to the wayside at some point. Yeah, and, and I can sh- personally share with you that I was at one of those business plan and financial plan presentations mm-hmm. by the current cohort of students at AIDA on Sunday as a, a panel of judge to review their plans. I was staggered at just how how much knowledge they have, financial education, like accounting knowledge and in their, in their presenting uh, their plans back to us. And not only that, we're building their confidence and their cult, uh, and, and the courage. Mm-hmm. You know, IDA has done a tremendous amount of work to get them there because mm-hmm. they were presenting confidently in front of us their business plans. Right. Mm. We're speaking to Siska Margareta, Chief Marketing Officer of Experian Asia Pacific. We're talking about innovation as a driver for corporate responsibility. We're talking about the migrant domestic workers' financial health and the value of care report. Mm -hmm. But where does innovation come into it Mm. for for these ladies? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm glad you bring that up because apart from just uh, experience encouraging our people to volunteer to partner with these organizations, it's intrinsic to our business that in our mindset, given we work with technology, Mm -hmm. innovation, and data and analytics, we actually have the in our minds... um, we need to innovate for products and solutions that can make social impact. Mm-hmm. I'll give you uh, an example. For instance, um, the latest innovation that we have is on what we call Experian AgriX. And mm-hmm. this is targeted at smallholder farms, the small farms, family-owned, family-run, and they live off the crops as well. Right. Um, they can't protect themselves against the volatility of, of crop and and climate and you know soil and all mm-hmm. that. So we're creating this uh, innovation in order to help them uh, be able to predict crop and understand crop price and, and commodity um, uh, futures as well and marry that with uh, data that we have to help them build more certainty into their work so that they can get insurance uh, insurance against when crops go bad and they, they still have some you know compensation and they still ha- can live um, and they can have access to financial systems so that they don't have to borrow through um, you know, illegal money lenders that charge exorbitant rates. Sure. And so you know, these are the kind of things and, and that innovation, I can go in more detail, but it basically used satellite imaging and uh, mapping of land cover. You're so giving them access to, <laughs> a, to more than some commercial farmers. Correct. <laughs> Um, so, so we're we're trying to use innovations. So we do have that mindset internally. We even have you know social innovation programs where we employees can uh, basically submit projects um, that includes an innovation with quantifiable social impact, and we'll back that project so that they can develop the product. Okay, that's absolutely fabulous. Now it's a good initiative. It's a great one, in fact. And you're helping again. I say 
a group of people who are usually underserved. Mm. But surely along the way, there were challenges. Um, I would say that, to be totally honest with you, because um, from my experience uh, with Experian, um, if you marry what your business does, what, mm-hmm. you're, what you're good at versus the problem that you can solve using what you're good at, mm-hmm. there, there will be not many challenges. To me, the barriers or some challenges would be more to do with the fact that we operate in Asia-Pacific. And mm-hmm. as you know, Asia-Pacific is a very diverse region with so many different markets. So sometimes the challenge is prioritization because um, there may be different needs across different markets and you might have you, ha- you might have to prioritize where you innovate. So mm-hmm. that And if you when you start prioritizing, someone else might not get uh, obviously chosen, obviously. So mm-hmm. that to me is probably the hardest part, uh, making sure that um, we create the, the most impact but we prioritize accordingly, but that uh, we don't stop innovating just because, you know, this innovation can only work in India or this one is only working in Vietnam. Um, We still need to make sure that the relative measure is how much impact can we make in that community. It's a great initiative um, so far with what you've done. Mm. What are future plans for it? We'll continue to, you know, keep up that culture that we've built on giving back. Our people truly understand um, what impact they can make to their communities. And Did they buy into it? Absolutely. Right. If you, I mean, we, we look at um, volunteering hours and we are increasing year on year. Um, and and we keep reminding people you can do it one hour at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and apart from that and partnering with our communities, uh, community partners like AIDA and other NGOs, definitely our focus is on innovating for uh, social good. So, again, using what we do best, what we know best, data analytics and technology, and focus on solving some of the social challenges in this region. Okay, what is the end goal then? The end goal, we actually believe that... Um, with consumers, you know, thriving uh, in, in with their financial control, overall, uh, our economies and our world will be a, a better place. And mm-hmm. the other thing is that we shouldn't underestimate the impact that we make on even one individual right. because we're creating a mindset that of giving back. Mm-hmm. The person who receives our help knows that how valuable it is to them and it'll go along uh, a lot further than we think because they will start helping other people as well. That sounds like a great idea, and and what you're doing is a great initiative, so we wish you all the very best with it. Siska Margareta, Chief Marketing Officer of Experian Asia Pacific, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for having me, Clarissa. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.